here's what I have come to realize about business. Some businesses are super, super, super easy to grow once I realize that the offer converts. And those businesses that are much easier to grow are the ones that people actually say the product is good. I know this sounds so simple, but it really is the truth. Some people say the product is really good, and then guess what they're going to do? They're going to tell other people about it if I tell them to. Some people, maybe they don't want to hurt your feelings, but they're going to be like, product's not really that good. So they're not going to tell a lot of people. Guys, when the product is good, the product will eventually sell itself, but it's got to be that good. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to The Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the wealth code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to The Wealth Code Secrets. Greg here. We are going to strategize for your business for 2023. That's what we're going to do on today's episode. I'm super excited about it. Let's call today's episode the five plus two. So I'm going to give you five questions that I believe you need to answer. I'm going to pretend like I'm consulting with you right now. And these are things that I would ask you before I consulted with you. So, so we're going to do the five questions first. And then after that, I'm going to give you two pieces of advice. Is that cool? Just your brother trying to help you out, get you ready for 2023. So listen, for those of you that have a business, um, you need to be doing things differently like in any year. But right now, it's extremely important that you up your game or you might not be in business. Listen, man, for me, like, I'm paranoid too. Uh, Like, I know, and by the way, I go into every year feeling like this. Uh, You should be. If you're not, then you're just going to do the same thing, and the same thing ain't going to get you the results that you want. So please understand, y'all, you should be asking yourself the questions that I'm about to give you, and you should be um, heeding the advice, or at least I think so. You should be heeding advice I'm about to give you as well. So five, two, that's what we're going to do today. If you guys want this checklist, I created the Smart Success Healthcare Business Checklist, just five different things that I think you need to be asking yourself, not just every year, every month. Yo, do we have this on point? So if you guys want this, um, here, just do this. Uh, text me checklist at 813-534-6453. 813-534-6453. Put checklist and then I'll have the team or I'll have my automation like send you the checklist. This is a PDF. Put it on your fridge. Put it on in your car. Like do whatever you need to do. All right, come on. Let's get into today's episode. All right. So, question number one should be: You should always be asking yourself this: What products do you have? Like right now, what products do you have? Do you have one product? Do you have two? Do you have ten? You guys, look. For me, I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if it's because I'm getting old, but it's all about simplicity. You should have no more than two to three products. That's it. Okay. You shouldn't have 10 because it's going to be very unclear to people of what the heck it is that you do. You're going to look like a Jackie or a Jack of all trades. You do not want to have that. You want to have like anywhere between one to three products. I personally recommend two to three because I know that if you want to be able to help like a good chunk of people, there's going to be people that you can help with your core product. And then there's going to be something that you can either help them ascend to, or there's going to be something that you can help them right beneath that. Okay. And that's it for me. What's my products? I have two. It's coaching and software. Okay. There's a lot of people that don't know what the hell to do. So I coach them. Um, and I give them my systems that I have. And then there's some people that, um, they know what to do, but 
they either don't have the money to hire other people to help them. So we, I got software. And the software is if you don't have 50 grand, 60 grand to hire somebody. So you do the software, you can hire somebody at a tenth of that. The software does a lot of stuff. That's it. Those are my programs. That's my products. That's all I got. And you need to know that as well. So if you're talking to someone and you got a minute and they're like, hey, what do you do? Oh, I saw this and I saw that. Done. That's it. Okay. That's number one. Number two, you should ask yourself this. Do you have a consistent way of bringing new people into your world? One of the things that my coach, um, one of my coaches, Ed Milet, talks to us about in our group all the time is uh, old things, new people, not new things, old people. You guys, listen, sometimes, and this has bitten me in the butt so many times, like you're constantly trying to reinvent the wheel and trying to do these things so that you can keep old people in your world because you want, like, yeah, you want loyalty. Yeah, you want people. You want to be able to send them. But at the end of the day, if you're truly running a business, you have to have a constant new lead flow of people coming into your world. That's it. That's what you got to do. So do you have a consistent way of doing that? Do you have a platform? Do you have ads? Do you have something that's constantly bringing new people in? I ask myself that too. I'm like, okay, how do I do this? It's not the podcast. Like, that's not the way. The podcast is for y'all that have been in my world that you're like, okay, cool. You know, I, like, like, like I've got this, I've got that, I've got this, I've got that. Like, what do you have that is a constant flow of bringing new people in your world? Gotta have something. Like, this is not going to be my thing, but like this checklist, I had this, this checklist. Um, it was 10 things uh, to, to do during an evaluation. A little PDF checklist is just what, it's my system for doing it. I'm an eval. I think it's been downloaded like 10,000 times. Of the 20-something thousand leads that I have, I think like literally half of them is just through that one little silly you know, you know, checklist. By the way, it helps people out a lot. People love it. You guys, you got to have something that's constantly bringing new people into your world. All right, so that's number two. Number three is what platform are you getting the people that are interested in your stuff from? Is it online? Is it offline? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is it TikTok? Is it Snapchat? Is it YouTube? For me, I ask myself that question every year. Last year, I said, you know what? I moved from Facebook to Instagram. It really made a huge difference for me. This year, I'm going to have Instagram as my second option. I'm going to have YouTube as my first option. I find that the most qualified people come from YouTube. Also, it's not distracting for me. It works good for me. It works good for the clientele. And it allows me to repurpose my stuff so much easier. And I'm hitting the things that the people in my world want. And I'm not getting sucked into the vortex of Facebook and Instagram. And it's growing and scaling my business. Love it. And it allows me to do advertising as well. So that's what I'm doing. That's a platform. Some of you, you're, you've, you work with 80-year-old people. Maybe these platforms aren't your thing. But where are your people? Where are they? What platform are you using? Are they at? The local farmer's market, are they here? Are they at the YMCA? I don't know, but you need to go and find out where your people are at, and then you need to double down on that. You guys, it doesn't matter how good your stuff is. If nobody knows it, it's not going to work, okay? Number four, do you have a method of explaining to people what it is that you do and inviting them to work with you? Do you have a selling method? What is your selling method? Is it through Zoom? Is it coming into your clinic? Is it a webinar? Is it a video sales letter? Is it email? What is your way of constantly giving people the opportunity to come into your world? You've got to have that. 
You got to have that. For me, I'll tell you what it is. It's going to be a webinar. It's going to be a webinar. It's going to be a video sales letter. That's what I'm going to do. I have two different products. One I'm going to try with one way. One I'm going to try with the other. And that's it. That's it. That's going to be my thing. And number five, do you have a way of getting consistent feedback from your clients? Here's what I have come to realize about business. Some businesses are super, super, super easy to grow once I realize that the offer converts. And those businesses that are much easier to grow, the ones that people actually say the product is good. I know this sounds so simple, but it really is the truth. Some people say the product is really good. And then guess what they're going to do? They're going to tell other people about it if I tell them to. Some people, maybe they don't want to hurt your feelings, but they're going to be like, product's not really that good. So they're not going to tell a lot of people. Guys, when the product is good, the product will eventually sell itself. But it's got to be that good. It's got to be that good. And if it's not, then are you getting consistent feedback from your clients for you to know how to fix your product? You could market to the cows come home and it's not going to work. Are you following me? It's not going to work. It's not going to work, okay? If the product's not good. So your clients will tell you because they're the ones that are buying it. Is your product good? Yes or no, okay? All right, those are the five questions that I think you should ask yourself if you want some of the other ones that I have on his business checklist, again, just text me at 813-534-6453 and um, I'll, send, I'll send it to you, okay? Now, here's two pieces of advice that I have for you. Um, the two pieces of advice I have for you is around goals and around constraint. Here's what I have learned from myself just over the years of having a business and some years just feeling like I'm just doing the same thing and just tired and I'm more tired and fatigued. And I realized this. I realized that for me, it's, I just find it so mentally simple for me not to have big goals. It's, it's easy on my brain, but it makes me physically really, really exhausted. Here's what I mean by that. When I was making like 85,000 a year and I had a goal to make 100K, I really didn't have to change anything, but just work harder. Like I could continue to see patients. I could t- continue to trade my time for money and I could make the 100K. And by the way, I did. I eventually did. I made 100K. But now, if you're saying, okay, I want to go from 100K to 600K, well, whoa. Uh, I can't just see like six times more patients. I would kill myself. I mean, I nearly killed myself already getting to the 100K, all right? Today, I make a lot more than 100K. And it's a lot easier than what it was trying to get to 100K. Why? Because I had to change the way I did things in order to get to that big goal. That's why I think many of you, you need to stretch your goals and stretch your ability to dream and to think bigger because you're doing things in a way that only you know right now. So you're like, all right, well, if I made 100, next year I'm gonna try to go for 120. You don't wanna like disappoint yourself by not getting to your goals, but what it's doing is it's not making you have to create a new vehicle. That's the thing. So you have to either A, create a bigger goal instead of 100 to 120, go 100 to 400. It'll make you have to create a new vehicle. It'll make your brain actually have to like think and have to get into play and used, okay? And that's a huge thing. I think making big goals, that's number one. And then creating constraints. Here, I want to give you a quick story before I finish today. This time last year, um, I just did a, like a full out year planning. And I did that not just for myself, but I did that for a lot of people that were in my community. I said, hey, let's plan out our year. And we planned out our year and I 
created this awesome calendar and show them, look, this is what I'm going to be doing here. This is what we're going to do here. Guys, put stuff in for this. Put stuff in for your promotions, da 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 And by the way, I'm doing the same thing uh, uh, this year. Now, here's what was so ironic about that. After I did that, um, I got COVID. And I got hospitalized twice. I mean, and it wasn't like, like the typical COVID, like ugh, the cough or whatnot. I had neurological problems, but what was so scary about it was that the neurological problems were like the same neurological problems that I had back in 2011, 2012, when I thought I was going to have to let go of renewal rehab. And it really scared me because I had all these goals, all these dreams of what I wanted the year to be. And this new constraint came in my life. It was called my health. And I realized that the way that I was going to do things in 2022, I could not do it. Like, like my health created this constraint. So now here's the thing, you guys. Now, because my health was now a constraint and I realized that my body couldn't do the things that I wanted it to do starting the year, uh, I realized that, okay, I'm going to have to change things. And it made me use my brain to create new vehicles, new processes for things to be able to work in order for me to get to my goals. Did we get to the goals? We got really close to it. We didn't fully hit it, but we got really close to it but we did it in a totally different way. Why? Because a constraint was put into play. I was able to do a lot of awesome things. My wife and I were just saying that it's one of our best years of marriage um, just because I was more present. I was able to do a lot of things with her. It was great. Kids, this, that, da-da-da-da-da. But it was these crazy constraints that happened with my health. So I say that to you guys because I think you have this opportunity right now to create an amazing 2023 and strategize for it. But I really believe that not only do you need to take those five questions and really answer it for yourself, but also I believe that you need to create either A, big goals, or B, bigger constraints so that you create a new vehicle on how you're going to get to your goals. I hope this helped you. And if it did, then you know what? Share the show out. And if you're like, this is great, but I have no freaking clue what I'm doing, then you know what? Book a strategy call. SSHCStrategyCall.com, okay? Um, but for the rest of you, I hope this blessed you. I hope this helped you. And um, I hope that 2023 is going to be just a year of blessing for you, a year of blessing for your business. It's going to be a year of massive elevation, massive leveling up. And I'm here for all of it. And I can't wait to join you on a journey. All right? Love you guys. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Wealth Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Until next time. Bye.